0: listening to the Underdog Podcast by Player Circle. This is your host Jerry Emerson and thank you for joining me on our very first episode today. So if you haven't listened to any of my shows before, this is a sports talk podcast where I talk about the NBA, NFL, college sports, some baseball and I am a big WWE fan so I talk a lot about that too. And that brings me to our very first episode today. If you follow me on Twitter you already know what it is. We are talking the Royal Rumble. It's Rumble Week, the official start to the road of WrestleMania. It's honestly one of my favorite pay-per-views, and I'm sure a lot of others, too. It's a very popular one. Um, If you live under a rock and you don't know what the Rumble is, it's an annual gimmick match where it's 30 competitors, and you have to throw them over the top rope, and the last one standing will have a shot at a championship at the grandest stage of all, WrestleMania. So... It is really one of the best gimmicks in pro wrestling. You know, the format, the countdown, uh, it breathes anticipation. Whenever you feel the match is getting stale or it's boring, there goes the countdown cue, just like the top of the show. And boom, surprise entrant, a Hall of Famer, a call-up. It's something that's always exciting. So today I'm going to talk about the Rumble match, of course, the men's and the women's. I'm going to go down the match card for the the other matches for that night. And I'm going to also talk about my five favorite Rumble returns. I'm going to do that at the end of the show. So I'm going to just jump right into it right now. The Rumble match. As far as surprise returns, unlike the opening, I don't think we'll be hearing a CM Punk beat. There hasn't been any movement from what I heard of Punk signing any deal. Obviously, they will want to keep it hushed. But you would think we'll hear something. And it's, it's been relatively quiet on the rumor mill with them if you follow the WWE on Bleacher Report like I do. Um, I think it's too early for a Punk return in my mind, and WWE would have only come to some agreement with Punk if I feel like if he were to win the whole thing. And in my eyes, there's just not a few you can throw him in with the ones that's already going on. The Fiend and Daniel Bryan are locked in for at least a couple more pay-per-views, before maybe Reigns sneaks in and challenges Wyatt, maybe at Elimination Chamber. Lesnar, that would be good, but I don't think you can quite sell to a WWE audience that Punk can return and dethrone the Beast. No matter if it's a long build-up, maybe if you get him a few matches in, but after getting embarrassed in the UFC like Punk did, I don't think you can sell that to the audience. Me, me personally, I, you can't sell that to me. Maybe some people will love it. People would just want to see CM Punk back in the ring as much as possible. Unless Punk comes back and he you know, gets tangled up with someone like a Baron Corbin in the Rumble, you know, throw him over a rope and start a feud with him, I don't think there's a likely scenario that Punk comes back right now. Maybe later on, and maybe he'll have a, a surprise match at WrestleMania, but with him just being back on official WWE program but not being with the company... I think you just have to give it a minute before he makes this return. Someone more likely I see coming back is Edge. Now, Edge, unlike Punk, has been in the rumor mill for coming back at the Royal Rumble. I think after the return of the Daniel Bryan scare, uh, the risk of injury that he had with his neck has died down. Um, if, you, if you don't know, Edge has suffered a career-threatening neck injury and surgery that basically ended his career prematurely. Uh, Daniel Bryan was in the same predicament uh, with his head. He took a lot of concussions and he had to retire from the WWE. But he was finally able to get clear and he made this return. So I think you can, I think with that return of Daniel Bryan, the the uproar of bringing back Edge has died down because a lot of people didn't want to see Edge back in the ring for obviously health reasons because it's more than just you know a, a wrestling match entertainment is these wrestlers' lives. Uh, we want to be want to take care of them because they do suffer some scary injuries that could, you know, hamper them for the rest of their life. So, like I said, it's been some rumblings about Edge coming back, and I think that's something more likely I can buy into. Whether it's for a lengthy return or just a one nighter, I'm not sure yet, but I think it's highly likely. Another person I could see likely coming back would be none other than John Cena. Now, John Cena, we haven't seen him in, in the wrestling ring in I don't know how long. It's been a minute. Uh, I know I haven't been keeping up as much with WWE, but in, this latest, in these latest builds that has been going on, I have been tuning in for Raw and SmackDown. And I haven't seen John Cena, it feels like, in about a year and a half. I know he's back in, in Hollywood, making all the movies. And, you know, a small, small thought. It's, it's real hypocritical of John Cena to talk about The Rock becoming a part-timer and going on to Hollywood and then him taking in them same steps. Now I know you're making a lot of money and that's why you're going, but it's kind of hypocritical looking at it and the fact that we haven't seen you, is just, it's just, the WWE is not the same without you, man. I kind of miss you. I hate to say it, but I kind of miss you. Another surprise that I think would be cool is Stone Cold. Now the dot slipped into my mind when I saw someone posted a picture on Twitter. Of what what happened if Stone Cold and everyone was you know commenting in the on Twitter and whatnot and I actually got to thinking about it and why not you know obviously he would have won it but the shot factor would be you know top tier if anything you know Stone Cold you all these competitors in the ring is is getting stale, and boom you hear the glass shatter Stone Cold's walk in maybe with some beers and stuff, he tosses over about two or three wrestlers, you know, until another Hall of Fame or, or a rival like Triple H come in the ring and, you know, eliminates them, starting a, a few of them at WrestleMania. But hey, uh, I'm just pitching that out there. Now, also look for NXT to to make an appearance. I feel like we haven't I haven't heard anything about NXT being a part of the Royal Rumble since NXT has basically been... They have uplifted themselves to their own equal brand of Raw Smackdown since, you know, the Bill since Survivor Series. But I am looking for NXT to obviously be in a Rumble because, you know, why not? Keith Lee will probably, I'm looking for, hoping for him to make a, a Rumble entrance. I would love to see him against like Braun Strowman or some of the big guys in WWE, like a Baron Corbin, people like that. Maybe Finn, Finn Balor makes a return. Uh, this new persona that he guys uh, go face to face against some old competition like Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, you know, some people in WWE that on Raw and SmackDown that he faced off against. As for the women's match, look to see some Hall of Famers coming back. I, can, I do see some Hall of Famers like Lita, Beth Phoenix um, coming back. I haven't seen Mickie James, but I feel like this would be a perfect time for her to come back. I know she's not a Hall of Famer yet. And since we're talking about CM Punk, why not an AJ Lee return? I mean, if if we're going to talk about Punk, let's show some respect and talk about the iconic AJ Lee getting a return and making a l- legit push to fight at WrestleMania. Imagine her in a feud with someone like a Bailey. you know? That would be a good feud. Or Sasha Banks. That would be that would be something I would buy into. Obviously, if Ronda Rousey's got a... Come back and you know get her started on her road to WrestleMania. This will be the perfect time for her to come back. We haven't seen Ronda Rousey since last WrestleMania after she lost her championship, and I haven't heard anything about her. I know she's been in TV doing you know Fox, uh, that Fox show 911. She's been doing you know some appearances. She's on Total Divas, so. I don't know what's the deal with Ronda Rousey right now, but if this is the time for her to come back and, you know, show her dominance and get a bill going, if Becky can handle Asuka and beat her, Ronda Rousey maybe not even being in the Rumble match, but just making her return after the Becky and Asuka match. And I can't wait to get into that match because I got a lot to say about that one. Two people I hope I see returning are Ruby Riot and Nia Jax, both of whom had significant time with injuries. Um, I haven't seen Nia Jackson, I don't know how long. I know she's been missing time with those knee injuries. Ruby Riott, I forgot what her injury was. I think it was like a shoulder or something, something in her shoulder, I believe. But she has been missing, both of them have been missing significant time in the WWE. And both, these, both of them are two competitors with star potential that can you know, instantly transition into a feud with the SmackDown Women's Champion Bayley or Lacey if she wins or Becky Lynch as well. So, those are two names, two dark horses that I would just throw in there right now and make a surprise, ret- make a return back in the Royal Rumble. Now, one of the intriguing storylines heading into the Rumble is the WWE Champion Brock Lesnar's involvement. It was announced on Raw by Heyman that he will be competing in the Royal Rumble and he will be starting at number one. Now, it is possible that he can win it, no doubt, because he is the beast and Vince McMahon loves him, so Brock Lesnar. I'm hoping, though everything I got that he doesn't win because then I give up. I give up with WWE because I've been on the edge. I've been teetering. I think he will make it at least halfway, no doubt destroying the comp until, so I'm curious to see what faces we'll see trying to take on Lesnar and try to build up their names, maybe possibly eliminating him, maybe a, a Ricochet can come and you know get his revenge from Monday Night Raw or... No doubt, I know Kane Valquez will be in the Royal Rumble and he will be coming back and getting his revenge. I think that is going to be the person to eliminate Lesnar. I'm, I'm picking that right there. But there is a little fear maybe because Paul Heyman did say it was a spoiler and you know how those goes. They most likely come true. They pretty much all came true, I believe. Now getting into the matchups and my winners of both the men's and women's Royal, for men they are quite... A few names, I can see a series contenders to win the Royal Rumble. Obviously, I have to start with the golden boy Roman Reigns right now, the big dog, and probably the top guy on WWE. He's a former winner, but WWE saw how fans reacted to that. They booed it, and booed him endlessly. It was only up until that he came back from his cancer scare and his treatment, thank God for that. But it was only until then that they began cheering Roman Reigns because we missed him so much. I think WWE eventually wants to go on a route of Bray Wyatt versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But I don't think you sacrifice this pay-per-view for that. Roman Reigns does not need a win here. He needs a dominant display for sure, but he, he don't need a win right now. There's plenty of time to build that feud with another favorite elimination chamber, hint, hint. And I don't think Bryan and Wyatt are done with theirs. And there's absolutely no way Vince puts us through Brock and Reigns again. Now, getting past the obvious choice of Roman Reigns, I think someone to look at is Drew McIntyre with his resurgence. He's getting more chances to talk and develop his character beyond some psycho who just loves to fight. You know, he's, he got charisma. He has charisma on a mic. He's obviously like the Terminator, and he can explode and just dominate in the match at any point. So he is someone I think WWE has been looking to finally put into that spotlight, and I think this could be a perfect match for him here. Randy Orton and AJ Styles are both good names to throw in, but I see them continuing their feud more than it ending and one of them beginning to make a feud with a champion. I think Randy Orton and AJ Styles are obviously going to come to blows in the Rumble and one's going to eliminate the other, prompting them to want a rematch and then another fight and then maybe a fight at both of them in the Elimination Chamber match for the championship. Though though another Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar would be intriguing. I will buy into that because Randy Orton is my favorite wrestler and I would love to see WWE gives him a big win, the future Hall of Famer, give him a big win against the Beast because everyone hates Brock Lesnar, everyone loves Randy Orton right now. Ricochet, I had some kind of attention, if you want to call that. Ricochet would have been a dark horse, but the fact that his stock in Raw has been dropping lately, I don't see that WWE just pulls one on us and gives him a win. Now, after breaking all that down to you, I've finally come to turn who I think will win the Royal Rumble, and I'm going to have to say it is going to be Drew McIntyre. That is going to be my pick. I'm betting on Drew McIntyre to win the Men's Royal Rumble. Book it. Now, switching gears over to the Women's Royal Rumble, I think there's a, quite a few names that you can see seriously winning the Royal Rumble. Obviously, my dark horse I'm going to start off with is going to be... Shayna Baszler, she's no longer the champ of NXT and this will be the good time to move her up on Raw SmackDown, uh, put her in the Royals Rumble, maybe even see her go off against Ronda Rousey and maybe Shayna Baszler wins it all. She is my dark horse right now. I'm going to give you my final prediction after I break all this down. Charlotte will be obviously the go-to person. She's like the equivalent of the Roman Reigns for the women's division. So she would be one to look at, even though Becky is the champ, but she will be competing in a match against Asuka. They have been building Sarah Logan as an equal. So I'm looking for her to have a dominant outing in the Royal Rumble, but I don't see her winning. Maybe she comes down to like the final five or you know the final three, possibly, but I don't see WWE pulling the and just giving her the win. That would be crazy. Ayo Shirai, I see her being in the Women's Royal Rumble, and I see her giving a good out, and she is a well-loved wrestler. So I see her using this Royal Rumble to make the jump to Raw SmackDown. I'm really looking for her. Her and Tony Storm, I'm looking for them to finally come on the Raw SmackDown, give the women's division something, something new, some new faces, because it's been getting pretty stale. We've been seeing the same couple ones with Natalya or, or Charlotte. Just give us something different this time. Now, after breaking all that down, I'm going to give it to you. This is going to be my pick for the Women's Warrior Rumble. I know I've said my dark horse is Shayna Baszler, and that would be a great win for her. But I'm going to have to give it to my girl, Sasha Banks. I see her winning it all. Just want to remind you guys that you're listening to the Underdog Podcast by Player Circle. And I just want to say it feels so good to be back doing podcasts. It's been almost a year since I've been able to fully do one. I've been on the move, moving from uh, Myrtle Beach here to Charlotte. I've been working with the Carolina Panthers. I'm also now working with ESPN 730 Game Charlotte. So I've been doing a lot of back and forth working with them. But I'm finally at a place where I can get back to working on my podcast. And I got to say, I love doing these things. This is my first episode of my brand new podcast the underdog, and it's going to be a fun ride. So let's get talking into these other matches on the match card for the Royal Rumble. We are talking probably this match that's going to steal the show. The Fiend Bray Wyatt defend his universal title against Daniel Bryan. Now, this is a rematch from Survivor Series. They haven't been able to get their hands on each other. There's been a lot of back and forth with Daniel Bryan getting the edge on Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt getting the edge on Daniel Bryan, the Miz got involved somehow, um, But it's been a lot of back and forth. So the match is going to be a strap match. That is a stipulation that has been added. It was added on the last Friday night, SmackDown, when Kane made a return and drew Bray Wyatt in for Daniel Bryan to come and plant a sneak attack on The Fiend. He took some dreadlocks for him. Team Hell No returned in the ring. They did a yes chance. It was good to see it. But I don't know how I'm feeling about the match yet. I was hoping for a little something more more crazier. I was I was really looking forward and I was hoping this would be something that was, you know, talked about, uh, a Buried Alive match. It's been a while since WWE did one of those matches. I don't know if they can anymore with the new PG era, but that was a match I would have loved to see happen between those two. I think that could have been if WWE wanted to end this and someone go on to do their match at WrestleMania, this would be the match. This could have been the match that ended that. But I got to say... I don't see WWE ending this Bray Wyatt thing anytime soon with The Fiend his resurgence his dominance. So I do see The Fiend getting the victory. Hopefully it's not one of those bogus things where it's a double, you know, double KO or something like that. I don't want to see that. I'm really hoping Daniel Bryan, you know, gets come up and you know get victory here, but I don't see WWE pulling the plug just yet. So and like I said, I see WWE going the route of The Fiend Bray Wyatt versus The Roman Reigns. So I'm going to pick The Fiend to come out of this match alive. Now, probably the second biggest match on the card, other than the Royal Rumbles matches, obviously, is going to be Asuka versus the man Becky Lynch. And they're going to be fighting for the Raw Women's Championship. This has been a storyline that has been budding since the two-way war with Carrie Sane and Charlotte for the Tag Team Championships. And i got a lot to say about Becky, like I said earlier. I feel like her title reign has been very underwhelming. She had her earlier matches with Lacey Evans. There It was pretty much what it was. Lacey Evans was coming onto the scene. They wanted WWE, wanted to build her up, but we obviously knew the Becky wasn't dropping those titles anytime soon, and they were kind of some lackluster matches. It was a lackluster feud, to say the least. She had a good feud, a good run-in with Sasha Banks at Hell in a Cell, and that, I would say, was probably her best match in her feud so far. She's been in between with the Survivor Series thing with Shayna Baszler and Bayley. And it's just been, you know, her. I feel like her title range has been underwhelming. Oscar, I know, can push her to a limit and get her, give her a good outing. As much as I want Oscar to win this match, because I'm not a big Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch fan. I have to say it. Full disclosure, I'm not a big Becky Lynch fan. For all those reasons I said before, and I didn't, I wasn't quite sold on Becky Lynch. I know she's a great competitor. I know she's one of the four horsewomen, but I really choose... I really, if I had to say, one of them Sasha Banks and Charlotte and Bayley, they were all three someone that I was drawn to. I just could never get with Becky. I don't know. You would think that I would like Becky Lynch. And because the whole WWE universe loves Becky Lynch and everything she stands for, she's the man. But I don't really quite build into it. And I think it has very something much to do with this lackluster title reign that she has had. All that said, I think Becky Lynch is going to come out of this match alive with a win. I think she's finally going to get the win over Oscar. She hasn't beaten her before. Uh, I think Becky's got to be ready for whatever Oscar's going to have to throw at her. Carrie's saying obviously, is going to be in her corner. So look for her to make some type of interference. But I think Becky's going to be ready. I think Becky's got to be coming here. She's got a fight. She's going to win. And she's going to go on to fight someone at WrestleMania where she's going to headline in again. Now we got some little matches on the mid-card. Um, but this has been a... A good feud, to say the least. It's been a strange feud, but it's been good with the big dog Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin. Now, it dates back up. It's been a while um, since Survivor Series, actually, too. Baron Corbin was pronouncing himself as the king. You know, he won king of the ring. He was saying that SmackDown is his yard now. Obviously, Roman Reigns would have something to say about it. The two have been going back and forth at it. It got a little extreme with the dog food thing. I will say that WWE went a little extreme with the dog food, but I understand it, after, especially after Sam Paul excellently broke it down with, like, Carrie, the symbolism of the big dog. You're getting your dog food then, you know? I think it's a, it was a little extreme at first, but after hearing Sam Paul talk about it and breaking it down like that, I, I was kind of okay with it. It was kind of cool to see. It obviously brought a lot of heat to the feud. People hate Baron Corbin, and Baron Corbin loves it. He's one of the best heels on Raw or SmackDown, all in WWE right now. He's excellent on the mic. He's athletic. He has some moves. And he has the factions behind him with uh, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler. The winner I pick of that match, I'm going to have to say Roman Reigns. I think Roman Reigns is not going to get that big Royal Rumble win, but he will get a win against Baron Corbin. And hopefully it will be a win that will definitively end this feud so both of them can go on to their... Next fuse or whatever bills they're gonna to have to do for WrestleMania because it's been dragging on a lot. Bailey is gonna be defending her SmackDown Women's Championship against a Transformer, Lacey Evans, who's now like a twiner between a heel or a face. I guess she's more face now, obviously, but it should be a good match. Lacey Evans have been looking good. They've been her and Bailey been going back and forth at it. We got a little bit of Sasha interference, so obviously Sasha's gonna be in the corner, but I think. I wouldn't be surprised to see Lacey Evans pick up the win right here, especially if they want to build Lacey Evans as a top competitor, as a top woman in the women's division. I think this will be the time. Then I think they build a feud with Sasha Banks winning the Royal Rumble, who is going to be my pick and her fight in Lacey Evans and Bailey go on to do to back her up in her corner. I think it's finally Sasha Banks turn to win the Women's Championship at SmackDown. I think they're finally going to give her her big win, and that is why I'm picking for her. I'm sticking to it because Sasha Banks is my girl. Now, Shorty G will be fighting a return to Sheamus who just gained back from injury. I think... I know WWE wants to give Shorty G a shame as this David Angolai battle again because that's the, the trend that they go in when they use Shorty G. But I think Seamus is going to get a, a definitive win right here. I think Shorty G is going to give him great showing in first. But I think soon Seamus start hitting the offensive moves, he's going to put Shorty G away. Now, I'm waiting on WWE to I'm, see if they're going to announce an Intercontinental Championship match between Shinsuke Nakamura and Braun Strowman. Uh, I've been. They've been waging war a little bit to themselves with Cesaro and Sami Zayn in Shinsuke's corner, and I think Braun Strowman has gotten the win over them, so that puts him in line for a match, obviously for the Intercontinental Championship, but it just hasn't been announced yet. So I'm waiting to hear news on that. Andrade and Raven cereal had a crazy ladder match for the United States Championship. And Andrade came out the victor, but I think there's going to be a rematch between those two because there's some unfinished business. But I think this is where you end the feud here at Royal Rumble. You give Andrade a good win to just put it and close it and so he can go on to fight whoever is in the division. So those are my predictions for the match card for Royal Rumble. Uh, I haven't talked that much about Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens uh alp buddy murphy big show this wage of war that's been going on but i feel like we would definitely see them all of them come to toes in the royal rumble at some point that's why i just didn't really much talk about them because i think they are going to continue their feud onto another match i think it's going to go on for at least another pay-per-view it'll probably end at the saudi arabia event and that will be that probably a hall of Famer, someone someone big coming back that possibly could be making a return in the Royal Rumble and I think they will be on team Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe and they will fight at Saudi Arabia because WWE and Saudi Arabia loves to bring back Hall of Famers for that match and that is going to be my prediction on that. I got Drew McIntyre, he's going to win the Men's Royal Rumble. I got Sasha Banks winning the Women's Royal Rumble. Bray Wyatt retains Bailey, I see her losing. Unfortunately, I see her losing to Lacey Evans. I see Becky Lynch retaining her championship, however, and I see Sheamus getting a win. Those are all the matches that have been announced so far. We're going to be looking forward to some other matches being announced sometime soon. And now it's getting towards the end of the show. And like I promised, I got my five favorite Royal Rumble returns. This list is in order to and I'm going to give it to you after this break welcome back this is the underdog podcast by player circle with your host dre emerson thank you for listening to my show if you have up to this point thank you thank you thank you this is our very first episode back and i'm looking forward to be putting these episodes out more frequently so look forward to it as promised these are my five favorite royal rumble returns this list is in order and here we go at number five i got chris jericho returning in the 2013 royal rumble it was just one a one-night thing where it didn't really lead into no major storylines. I think Jericho's tour, uh, band was on tour at the moment, and he had an open night for him to return, and it was just cool seeing him back in the WWE ring. He's obviously one of the favorites. He's going to be a Hall of Famer someday. He's now currently on AEW, Killing It. I believe he's the champion over that. I'm not a big AEW fan. I'm, I'm not really sold on it. I don't really know the characters like that other than the ones that came from WWE, but... I'm more of a WWE guy and I'm going to stay loyal to them. So, at number four, I got Rey Mysterio, who came back in the 2018 Royal Rumble uh, after he spent some time in the Lucha Underground. The Ultimate Underdog was last seen in WWE, I think, in like 2014, before this 2018 Rumble. And he has gone on to be great in his return. He's getting in some great feuds. He's been, he had a a feud with his, uh, against Brock Lesnar with his uh, son Dominic. And now he's in a big-time feud of Andre that has been producing A-plus matches, I just want to say. At number three, I got Edge returning in 2010. Hopefully, he makes another one on Sunday night. He is one of my favorite wrestlers that came back. Um, he had that career-threatening injury, like I said. But he came back at number 29 to go on and win the Royal Rumble. He entered a storyline with Chris Jericho for the World Heavyweight Championship. But he lost at WrestleMania, which was kind of sad and disappointing. But we understand that he was quite limited at what he could do in the ring with that career-threatening neck injury. So at number two, probably one of the greatest surprises that wasn't really a surprise, but it was mind-blowing just to see him in WWE. It's none other than AJ Styles. I can remember, like it was yesterday, literally that music hits. Roman Reigns' face, he was looking around confused. No one knew who it was. The crowd was confused. And then I Am Phenomenal came on on the Titantron, and everyone just loses it for AJ Styles. He's arguably one of the best wrestlers of all time. He's been great so far in the WWE. He's going to be a Hall of Famer in the WWE. And he's been going to do great things. I'm hoping to see him back on the championship run sometime soon, but obviously it will probably be after WrestleMania. And last but not least, at number one, you guys probably could have guessed it, it no doubt had to be him, John Cena. In two thousand eight he made his return after injury in the Royal Rumble surprising everyone. He went on to eliminate Triple H, I think Batista as well, and it's been is one of the most historic R- rumble returns. Is arguably the best return that we have seen. The crowd is just electric for John Cena. The face Triple H makes as we see his longtime rival. It was crazy to see. It's one of the best returns that WWE has ever had. So, this has been the Underdog Podcast. We have been talking about the Royal Rumble, and we're looking forward to it. January 26th, Sunday night, starting at 7 p.m. Make sure you guys tune in. It's going to be on the WWE Network. Obviously, I think it's going to have potential to be a very great show. It is one of my favorite pay per views, like I said before. Thank you for listening. It's been fun. I'm out, and see you next time.